Hello everyone, uh, I'm, I'm back again today and it's been a while, but uh, for the past three weeks or two weeks or thereabout, <clears throat> I've been uh, actively doing some research and uh, because this, 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 today's podcast is more of a a reality scene, a real thing that happened to me actually hit home hard. And uh, I used to question why it used to be that way. And then I realized not too long ago that it's quite prominent, but most people do not talk about that because technology is literally, would I say that the word of technology is actually a, uh, been over or taken over by a certain group of people from the very very beginning and i will let you guys know the reason why i said that and well actually brought that about so uh back i believe back in 2012 i was using the galaxy nexus i believe the galaxy nexus and i used to take pictures uh of myself on the phone and I tend to you know be skeptical when I take a picture of, or you know of myself it looks blurry it doesn't look you know nice it doesn't look good it just my skin color is not showing proper it's like there's this grainy look to it this whitish look to it and I tend to wonder why is this this way? You know, the only way to get the proper picture is if actually like uh, get to saturate the picture, get to do all sort of things before you can get the proper picture, the proper color of your skin. And uh, fast forward to the other years, over the years I've been using Samsung phones and it's the same thing. The picture does not show out proper, you know, it just like shows a little bit blurry, you know, as a black person. But then if I, my white friends, they're about to take pictures with the same phone, everything literally shows perfectly. The color, the skin tone and everything shows proper. And I put the pictures side by side and I, you know, keep wondering what is going on. Like, you know, like, is, is it something that I am doing? That is, you know, am I doing something wrong? Am I doing something right? I tend to question myself and trying to understand why this picture is not showing properly. So, uh, also afterwards, I said, okay, maybe it's just an Android phone thing. So, you know, maybe that's why it's not showing my picture, my skin color in the right way. So, I, I'm actually an Android person. I like to use Android phones. So, I decided to go when the 6S came on, I bought the uh, Apple iPhone 6s and uh, the camera was also the same thing it didn't show my color the picture my skin color in the right way you know like I will like I said I will be talking about personal experience you know in this situation that I'm going through so I bought the phone took a picture of it it's still the same thing not my skin color it's still a little bit you know uh, blurry or ashy I think in a way and I, 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 I used to, uh, 
I used to wonder. I wonder why. Because if you want to take the best picture of your skin color as a black person, you have to go through the hoops and loops, you know, you know, get the breast lightning, get the clean your screen camera real good, and you got to clean everything good. You got to, like, when you take the picture, you got to go back into the editing file and select and edit everything to make it look proper, just like you want it to be. But my white friend's counterpart are never the same way. Whenever I take pictures with my phone, the pictures literally come out good. Like, I mean, good, good. But no saturation or nothing needed. It just goes straight. And I used to be like, you know, I used to think, is this, is this racist? Is this being uh, just trying to not make, you, make the black person look good? You know, show up in the picture in a good way to black skin. And mind you, uh, I tend to look at the personal things. If it affects me, I tend to uh, talk about what affects me when it comes to uh, uh, a way that things are not being good for a, a black skin or a black person. You know, I like to talk about that. And I also talk about, you know, anything. You know, if things are not good for the whole people, even though uh, with track records, it is more like uh, you got to do more as a black person to get the best out of things. So pretty much personal experience in saying that. So I um, was doing this and doing this and nothing works. You know, it still wasn't good. I bought the Samsung S8. Uh, still wasn't still wasn't good. You got to take more. You got to, you know, saturate, do all that editing and stuff to get the best color out. Because the Note 10 Plus, it's still the same thing. The Note 10 Plus does not take it either. The Note 10 Plus literally tries to uh, make your face look like uh like a te- I don't know, like, you know makes you look like you know, some cartoon like too smooth but if the white person actually takes picture with the same phone it looks way more fucking better like literally like literally make it look better but a black guy you know a black person the skin tone does not look good and stuff like that so uh over two weeks ago i believe or three weeks ago i saw uh this uh post on twitter about uh people saying talking about how uh, phones were never meant, the camera phones, you know, the camera on phones were not meant for black people. They were actually made uh, for white people. So it took me back to 2012, 2013, 2010, and I was like, oh, so I was wrong then. What I was thinking was actually right because I used to think, am I going, you know, mucha locos? Like, is there something wrong? Or why am I thinking this in my head? Why am I thinking these cameras were not actually meant for black people? You know, I used to think that. And fortunately, this actually cemented my touch. And I I was appalled. I was, I was you know, surprised, to say the least. And uh, there was a, there was a, a, a paperwork, or what I say, an experiment some done and there was a, a website called the Boston Globe actually wrote a, a, a paper about this about this same topic and I will go into this paper and actually read uh, some of the some of the uh, writing out so you guys can actually actually understand where I'm coming from and uh, where I'm going through and I wouldn't read the part where they say you know talking about a phone or Google Pixel phone I wouldn't talk about that I'm just gonna skip through all that and go into the details of where a professor and everyone started talking about it from 1970 something so um. I will also link the the uh, this 
website and uh, where you can read more about these cameras and stuff in the description so you can actually go ahead and read into it yourself so um i will read this it said uh so And one of its key selling points is Real Tone, a series of innovations that help the phone's cameras automatically recognize dark skin faces and render them more accurately. This works this work comes from personal experience, said Florian Konigsberger, who leads, who leads Google's image equity team. Konigsberger's mother is Jamaican and black, his father German and white. His skin tone is relatively pale, but his brother is quite a bit darker. So those, so those Thanksgiving family photos have always been an issue. Showing good images of black or brown faces is famously challenging, especially when they share the frame with white faces or when the background is brightly lit. If you expose the rest of the image correctly, a black face can become an indistinct indistinct blur but if you increase the exposure to bring out a black person's feature one thing other things get overexposed in addition the extra light can overwhelm the natural warmth of the black skin and produce an ashen effect so i will go back to where i say back in 2012 using the google uh google phone as uh, google ne uh, samsung nexus phone it, it, it still happens now. Even the Samsung Note 10 Plus still makes your skin as a black person looks, you know, ashen effect. It doesn't look dark. It looks like someone overlaid the picture with some sort of uh, powder to make your face look white or something. I don't know, like a, like you like you're, like you're sick or something. Well, anyway, let's get into this reading. So it said you can blame the technical limitations of the cameras. And you are partly you are be partly right, but Lana Roth, professor emerita in communication studies at Canada's Concordia University, said the problem goes back to the era of film cameras. For many years, the chemical formulas for film emotions were designed specifically to make white skin look good. Industry leader Eastman Kodak. That you know today is Kodak Black. Kodak companies will make uh, cameras and stuff. So even created a skin color reference card to help professional photographers calibrate their equipment. It was called a Charlie card in honor of the first model who posed for it, a white woman. Kodak could have improved its film's rendering of dark skin as a former lightning engineer at Black Entertainment Television, which is BET, told Roth, if black people had designed films, we wouldn't be having this problem. But for decades, the company didn't bother. In 1978, the French film director, John Locke Godard, hired to shoot a movie in Mozambique refused to use Kodak film because it made black people look bad on screen. Godarg denounced the company as racist for failing to do better. But it wasn't malicious racism, according to Roth. 
Instead, it was sheer cluelessness. Kodak was run almost entirely by white people who never get, gave much touch to the needs of their non-white customers. So I will go back to when I say the technology uh, industry is literally run by mostly a certain group of people which are actually white. And go and look at it online and research and see that there's a way higher percentage of white people in this company. So now I'll be like, how do you expect people who, uh, who are doing who are in charge of the code of the software and everything to actually, you know, put you into it. We don't know what these people are. We don't know the intent. We don't know if they actually love other skin colors. We don't know if they actually care about skin colors, which brings me into YouTube, YouTube algorithm. But I will, we'll be talking about that maybe in another episode, but I will might, you know, cut into the chase and talk a little bit about YouTube. If you look at YouTube, most people would trend on YouTube are mostly white. It is an algorithm, but people don't know that. And also if you might say, well, that's not true, but okay, I'm, I am a software guy and I'm telling you from what I understand, what I know with, you know, working and going to school to learn about software and you know, programming and stuff. And I know you can actually program an app to literally, and you can also train an app to literally follow through a certain group of people and make some certain group of people, you know, be known all around. So anyway, let's get back into this. Kodak, was, like I say, it was run by entirely, you know, white people. And even as the civil rights movement roared the nation during the 1950s and 1960s, black citizens were focused on voting rights and desegregated schools. Demanding better camera film wasn't of very high priority. Kodak made efforts to improve starting in the 1960s, but at first it wasn't because of race. Instead, Advertising agencies that represented chocolate makers and lumber companies griped that their client dark colored product looked awful when shot with Kodak film. So Kodak began making films that did better with darker shades. So in other words, this is a joke. It's literally a joke. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, what they say here, Kodak didn't really care about the black people, the black clientele who actually use this stuff they only care about chocolate and the wood you see where this is going right this is like you as a as a, as a black person you're not being classified you know as, as human you know or take your opinion be matters but they actually take an opinion of bloody chocolate and trees to be better than you you know and it gets to, you know, there's a point where you start thinking what is going on in the world, even though there's so many uh, atrocities and there's so many uh, uh, inequality going on in the world that people tend to shrug off and, you know, oh, it's cool, it's all right, we're going to be all right. But literally, we need to talk about these and bring stuff into the table and actually try to know where we can go from here. And also, that is why I am into uh, software to make a change. I, I told my professor one day, my psychology professor, she was asking us, she was like, why are you doing what you're doing? Why, you know, asking everyone in class, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you in the subject? And I literally told her, I said, I'm in the subject. I'm doing computer programming because 
the percentage of black people in the, 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 the technological world is way, way low than the other counterpart. And you wonder, you wonder why. The reason is most people do not really understand what it is going on and they get they you know people actually get to be uh thrown off and not actually being told the benefits of doing programming and the benefits of getting into uh programming or learning about software and learning about computers and stuff because the the, the they don't have no one number one will look at the availability of the things while growing up in the black family in, in a black environment you know things are quite low uh, uh, the availability is quite low. You know, you don't actually have access to most things. If you, you know, if you, you know, you know, black neighborhood or you grew up in a black family or thereabout, things are not that way for you because you know you gotta focus on some thing, other things. Focus on oh, so many things. You know, focus on you get carried away by the music industry. Going back to the music industry, you get carried away by what you see on the TV. You get carried away by, you know, violence in the neighborhood. Get carried away about so many things. Because if you look at the amount of black people are actually, you know, in, in, in hoods, in black neighborhoods, and that actually does not help to influence, it does not help to influence these people or these kids, these grown up, these young adults to get into technology because they feel like, well, I, I, I don't have that, you know, I don't understand what's going on with that computer stuff, you know, because the schools they go to does not actually understand them, really. I'm talking from experience. The schools you go to, the, the professors, the teachers do not understand you. They think you're a different person, even though you're just the way you are, you know, they don't understand how to, you know, come together and actually get to get the best out of you. So these kids tend to not actually flow into the direction of going into software or learning about computers and stuff like that. So uh, I hope the time will come when people, the black communities, will actually understand that this is the best, the next route for them to get better. And, uh, and also the government investing in this, this neighborhoods where we can have kids were interested and also change what the kids are seeing you know advertise with black people leading the way advertise with black people working on software and programming and stuff advertise with black people you know talking about coding talking about all this good stuff when it comes to uh, software and everything because most of the advertisement about coding and uh, software and the computer stuff is mostly white people and this black guy see the stuff they're like ah, I don't understand that it's for white people that's why we use white people that's why they use white people and they tend to believe because oh, we're seeing a white person and this advert then I think it's just for white people only not for black people but so I will actually you know urge these companies these huge companies to actually use black people to advertise most of their uh softwares you know computers and stuff like that technology to also actually help the black people to also get into stuff like that so moving on into this uh, paperwork in the 1990s it launched a new charlie card for camera calibration featuring three women asian black and white but by then film was being s supplanted by digital cameras afflicted with the name dark color problem. Again, technology is partly to blame. Ramesh Rashka, 
who runs the Camera Culture Group at the Media Lab of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, said that until recently, smartphone cameras weren't capable of doing justice to every skin tone. Only for the last three or four years, maybe three years, have photo sensors been good enough to capture a wide, range, wide enough dynamic range, Reska said. But today's digital camera makers have run out of excuses. Not only have the cameras gotten much better, so have the computer chips inside the phones. Every time you shoot a smartphone image, the phone's processor instantly modifies it to produce the best possible image. It's called computation photography, and it makes possible the extraordinarily rich, sharp images from today's best phones. The Pixel phone uses a number of smart gimmicks. For, for instance, most eye-hand phone cameras don't take a single photo when you hit the shutter. Instead, they shoot five or six or more, each with different light and color balance settings. Then the phone computer stitches these images together using bits and pieces of each image to create the finished photo. The Pixel software has been optimized to pick out the best looking facial images from this multiple, multiple shots. If one shot gets the face right while putting too much light on the background, it will combine the good looking facial shot with a better background image. At the same time, it uses artificial intelligence algorithm to adjust the color, balance and lighting for each face. To make sure it's well lit, while displaying accurate skin tones. The overall effect is subtle, but quite noticeable. For instance, even in low light, the camera delivers clear images of brown faces with lots of detail and rich coloring. To teach the camera, Google analyzed huge image database featuring human skin of every shade and the company brought in a, a team of black, Hispanic, and Asian photographers and videographers to help train its AI software. So, uh, going back to software and AI, so AI is a little bit complex uh, for you, for a person to learn. You gotta have a uh, Python to learn AI, and I mean, literally, AI on its own is a whole different uh, scenario. It's a whole different uh, ball game a ballpark of its own self. You can't just get in. You got to know a little bit about Python and some other uh, programming stuff to learn AI. And AI can do a whole lot of stuff. AI can literally help you in so many things. And in today's world, we use AI in so many things that people don't really realize. You know, in predicting the weather, we use AI. In predicting so many things, uh, predicting... Uh, tornado storm, predicting uh, earthquakes and stuff. We use AI in so many things, but people don't understand that. You know, so that's why I'm still saying black people need to get into AI and in the programming and see how we can make a change to be the best, to be the best, to be the best is what I'm going to say. We will have to be the best so we can also stand out because right now there's so many uh, entrances holding people back from being the best. And it goes back to uh, uh, the, uh, what we see, what people see every day and how they actually perceive to understand what they're looking at so uh going back into this it says uh the tool that we are saying is designed to work for you was also built with people who look like you Connersberger said it's all stuff that camera makers could have done a few years ago but 
recent ratio equity discussion may have put pressure on tech companies to act and not just Google. The social network Snapchat has said that it will introduce software that will modify the performance of existing smartphone cameras so they produce better photos of dark-skinned people. Apple says it has upgraded the AI in its latest iPhones for improved rendering of dark skin and a smoke spoke woman for smartphone giant Samsung said the company's latest model, the Galaxy S21, has also been tailored to bear with brown skin. So I will go back to Samsung. Samsung is a South Korean uh, company. And if you know the population in South Korea is mostly based on white people. And I mean, literally think about it. Like Samsung, they have white people all around. And how do you expect them to actually care about black people in cameras they don't care about that and i mean i would like to talk to any of the spoke people from their companies and let's see what they have been doing for about 10 years ago to actually implement black people into the ai or the software that actually makes the cameras the cameras how whenever the cameras take pictures of a black person how it renders that because i'm a personal user i use samsung phones and i love the products but when it comes to cameras they're lacking behind and no you know you can't no one can tell me that oh that's not true the cameras have been good for black people no that's not been good it's been blurry it's been ashy it doesn't look good it looks you know overexposed over over design or whatever it is but it never actually does show your skin color in a good way so this where they're saying the galaxy s21 has also been tailored to do better with brown skin uh i'm gonna have to like uh yeah so i will say yeah the s21 so one day i went to uh walmart and they had the phone s21 and the s21 ultra and i took a picture with the s21 and it showed my skin so nicely. When I say nice, I mean so nice. And I think I might actually, uh, I don't know how I'm going to post the picture on, 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 is it probably my Instagram or something like that? So you can see what I'm talking about. I took a picture of it and it was like, wow. It showed my skin color nice and everything. I was like, okay, that's nice. I literally sent that picture from the phone into my phone to see, you know, the differences. And I'm like, oh, the difference is clear. So it's not like the uh, the other Samsung can do the same thing. They can do the same thing, but they just don't want to do that. They want you to pay more money. It goes back to uh, spending more money on what you don't need, even though they could literally just send an update to the phones and you know calibrate the cameras and make them work good. But who knows? Anyway, let's get into this. I think that's fantastic, said Kunisberger. We should get to a place where this doesn't have to be competitive then, right? Where everyone knows that no matter what to the pickup, they will be seen fairly as they are. So, I mean, literally what I'm saying here in regards to the, um, the dark screen, the cameras and everything is, these phone companies, the manufacturers, even this this goes way into the cameras too. Your laptop cameras are the same way. And most of the uh, cameras are made by Leica. So Leica also uh, is also the, 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 the same. You know, things are not actually that great with the cameras that they actually uh, make. They don't actually portray... Uh, the black person 
in their own natural color. So Leica is a German company who makes cameras. They make cameras for Samsung sometimes. They make for Sony. Uh, they make for some uh, Chinese uh, mobile phone companies and stuff like that. And Sony also makes cameras too. And uh, sometimes they go out, they outsource the cameras from uh, Leica. And it's it's just the way it is. Everyone and these companies are literally ran by so you know group of white people and they don't really understand what it is about a black person or how they want to show your skin color so pretty much we need to have black people in these technology companies and actually have them be in a position to make a change but it's going to be quite rare to get to that position because we the black people look at TVs and they don't even see themselves on TV advertising and this plays a huge role in how black people, you know, get into the technology aspect of the world or software or computer programming or things relating to computers. This is why we see a whole lot of them not joining into it. So I think they need to change a whole lot of stuff. This calls out Sony, Samsung, iPhone, Apple, uh Lenovo uh Nokia, Blackberry, uh so many of them, so many, so many of them, Motorola, so many of them were actually are lacking behind. And I hope we get to uh see a change and if a change will happen, I hope it happens soon so everyone can uh get to understand what is going on and we can be actually portrayed in the way that we actually want. And uh, like I said, I am no one to put one person down and lift other people up. I like to say reality and where things happen and how it happens. And so we can tend to come in in, in an unfortunate understanding to see what we can do to make a change. A change is what we need and we have to make a change. And the only way a change will happen is if we actually voice our opinion out. Is, is if we actually talk about these things. Because if we don't talk about these things, then we are going to be behind longer ways longer longer ways and i hope you understand this and i hope that you don't get think oh i am being biased or now i'm being trying to put other people down i'm not i am being realistic and being real and i hope you understand me thank you for listening today and i will also like i said i will link the description of the uh the paperwork or the the research into the description so you can actually go ahead and read about it yourself and understand what i'm talking about and uh if that is the case please share this podcast like this podcast with your family and uh let me know what you want to hear i mean i will want people to actually tell me what they want to listen to because i would love to hear from you my podcast my email that you can email me at will be anything mike at outlook.com again it is anything mike at outlook.com so anything mike at outlook.com so send me an email please so i can you know hear your own opinion and actually get to uh, know where I can start from, where I can go to and what I can talk about to actually entertain the people. And actually, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm more realistic about things than being playful. So please understand that, that I am not into a follower. I'm not a follower. I like to be straightforward and talk about the real thing that is actually going on in the world and not to, you know, sugarcoat some of the things you know because the world that we're living in now is quite people get hurt easily and uh i am not there to you know hold your hands and say you know it's gonna be all right i'm here to tell you the truth and if you don't want to hear the truth then i can't help you then
I hope you understand that. Thank you and uh, goodbye and stay happy. Bye.